presents Comicast 405. Sponsored by... Twin Sons Comics and Gaming. Age of Comics. And... Game of Thrones. With your host, Pablo Gunner, and I'm here to talk to you about the comics that I bought for the week of September 4th of 2019. Here talking to me, our grade skill is strong by. That's strong art, strong writing. By solid art, solid writing, not the strongest. Weak by, there's something weak about it. That's why you should buy it if you have the extra money. Strong skim, strongly suggest you skim it. Skim, it's weak on both writing and art. That's why it's just worth skim. Then weak skim is only skim it if you have a lot of extra time in your hands. And then pass is pass. Also, there's the best book of the week, which we like to call the back and bag of the week, aka B-Bow. And then there's the runner-up to the B-Bow. And also say contender, and that's... This is a contender for runner-up and or B-Bow. Okay? And spoiler alert, there's going to be at least minor spoilers as I am reviewing these comics, these issues. So there's going to be spoilers. I feel like I'm more the hype man than the spoiler man, but sometimes I get overexcited. I spill the beans, won't deny it, just so you know ahead of time. I'm going to jump into the first book of the week, which is Web of Black Widow number one. This is $3.99. It's Hauser Mooney... Pharrell, or Farrell, and then Petite, and uh, this one's kind of weird in the sense that, like, you have this lady, she is, wants to dance with Stark, and she doesn't look anything like who she's supposed to be, and maybe that's because she has, like, an image inducer, and it would give her away, which makes sense, and then she gets stuff done, oh, wait, I remember why. Uh, and so there's a reason for it. I don't want to spoil it, and it's pretty good. And she's doing her thing. Apparently, this book is about her going, like, I'm back from the dead, and I remember stuff from when I was younger, and so I have to fix the wrongs that I created or that I knew was aware was going on. And so that's essentially what she's doing is she's taking people out. And like I said, Stark is there, and... She's like, don't get in my way. And he's like, don't do anything crazy. And, you know, it's always funny when, like, someone outdoes him when it comes to, like, something tech-like. You know, you're like, I don't, I, I, I'm always like, I don't really fully buy this. But Stark can be distracted by the right person. So it's pretty dark it's pretty crazy uh but it works and it's enjoyable i feel like the art could be a little bit better but only when it comes to iron man literally i'm not even i'm not saying tony stark but iron man like the suit looks odd uh and pretty much every panel that it's in it just looks weird and not at all in a good way so, and then there's, I don't know, there's, there's something going on at the end. I don't even know what's going on, but yeah. Uh, it's Natasha doing what she does best, pretty much. And that's what that is. So, it's, uh, it's not bad. And I have a digital code. I'm not exactly sure what it is. So, but 
the code tore off, so or I tore it off. So I'm gonna try to give it to you anyways. I'll give it a I'm gonna give it a week by. Here's the digital code P4 Punisher 1 N for Nova D4 Delta I for Icarus H for Hotel Z for Zarwan. I believe it's an M for Marvel. I want to say it's an L for Logan Z for Zarbon. The next one, I'm not sure what it is, but I do believe it is a six. And then the next one could be a P or an F. On to Absolute Carnage Symbiote Spider-Man number one. This is David Mobley Tartaglia. It's $4.99. And at first I was like, is this a flashback issue? Because it is this guy and the symbiote takes over him and takes him for a little ride and then goes back to peter and then it goes into current art and it's this guy named leonard eckert who used to be a judge and he's like it's he's he's up for parole i guess and they're like do you want to be free or what do you want and he's like well i don't really care uh but i'll tell you this is what's going on you see some more fantastic art he goes into his life about how he got divorced, and so he's like, I'm going to go visit the city. I went to visit the city. I blacked out, and, you know, I tried to get checked out. Nothing happened. Then I went to this fast food place, and this lady was acting like a psycho, and they show it, and they talk about it, and I'm like, wow, this is like real life. Like, people act psycho like this. And so he was there. He was a witness, and then he ends up being the judge to this case so he's biased but nonetheless this lady was she ends up attacking people just because she wanted a burrito when it was past breakfast right breakfast was over and so she attacked multiple people and she was just going psycho so he's like yeah you're going to jail and you're violent so i'm not gonna you know give you bail and it turns out that she is a villain and I was surprised by it and there's seeds laid down in this that are pretty they're very subtle so when it happened I was like really that's that's your convincing thing like I don't know I'm sorry but I feel like if the artist wanted to convey this better they should have made this person like more believable. Make the person look obese. I'm sorry, but if you eat fast food all the time, and that's pretty much all you eat, I don't care if you have good genetics. You're gonna look fat. Anyways, it just becomes this downward spiral where he tries to go deal with her, and then something bad happens, and then something even worse happens. And it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse for him. And then at the end, you see how it becomes a full-blown carnage issue. And I'm just like, oh, okay. This looks great. It's well-written. Uh, it's a one-shot. It's part of a larger story when it comes down to it, but really only the beginning and the end, I guess. There's certain things that could have made it better. Not not much, but it's an event book that's just a tie-in is what it comes into. And it's like, and that's the thing is it's well written, it's well 
uh, illustrated even for the most part. Uh, like I said, minor tiffs. And I'm just like, I didn't need this. Was it well done? Yes. But at the end of the day, I was just like, ah, it's another. I didn't even know it was an absolute carnage issue uh, because I ordered it in a catalog. And so I, it was a pre-order type thing. So I'm like, I couldn't be like, all right, well, this isn't my book or I don't want this, you know, type of situation. Because um, you're obligated at that point. So this is another one where unless you're buying into the whole event, which I am at the point where I am event fatigued. And I'm not even buying into these events anymore. I'm just like, oh my god, this stuff is everywhere. And it's constant. It's never-ending. I just want comics to be normal again. Like, can we just have nice, normal things? And have, like, an event within a comic book issue instead of it spreading all over the place? Like, do you have to do that? It just seems excessive. And obviously it's a money grab. It's a business. But what you're doing is you're doing the exact opposite from casual readers or longtime readers, which they go, oh, man, another event. I don't want to buy into this. I'm going to not buy into this. And then you have people that are non-casual readers going, I'm just going to get the events. So maybe it evens out. I don't know. But anyways, this is ends up being a weak buy for me. That's what I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a week by. I'll give the digital code. Tell me what you think. V for Victor, J for Jameson, 1, and for Nova, A for Alpha, 5, K for Killmonger, 7, H for Hank, X for X-Men, 3, 3. Now, here we are. The Amazing Spider-Man going big. Number 1. It's $4.99, and it just starts. Jerry Conway... Plot and script, then Mark Bagley on pencils, Victor Olazaba Andy Owens, Dexter Vines on inks, Carlos Lopez as colors, and then Joe Sabino as letters. And it is really well done. It, this is another one. It kind of reminded, at first I was like, am I reading a Black Widow book? Because it was a lot of the similar things, which is like someone in the crosshairs of this scope, you know? And then I'm like, oh, second page, Spidey spread. Love it. Love his quippy lines. Then, boom, him talking to MJ. Hey, my cousin's disappeared. Can you go check it out? Yeah. Okay, this crazy-looking guy, similar to the powers of Spot, and there's even a reference to Daredevil issue. He's like, hey, I remember Daredevil having something to do with this. Okay. Like with you back in the day. All right, that's cool. I'm like, I remember this. This is crazy. And so it's just Spidey doing his Spidey thing. But, and it seems basic at first, and then all the while, it's so well done. Like, there's these panels sprinkled where he's doing this investigation into the disappearance of MJ's cousin, and how she was doing this paper in college, and she was investigating, and pretty much it was like human trafficking, and she's like, how does this help politics, you know, and stuff? How does it people help people, you know, and stuff? And so... He's getting deeper as a de like a detective himself, and it, well, not detective, but as a reporter slash photographer. And then he goes into Spidey mode, and he gets more information. 
it just ends up being so great because he's like getting help from other people and i'm like man this was just the perfect spider-man story and then it goes hey by the way there's these stories that are coming up and that's in this i felt like it should have been the first page instead of after the first story but that's fine then the second one is life lessons by ralph uh machio or machio it's plot and script then todd knock on pencils and inks rochelle rosenberg on colors joseph bean on letters and this one is a flashback to some guy stole some prototype from oscorp because he got fired or something and he's protecting spidey is protecting people and so in trying to protect people he's gotten pretty messed up by this guy he gets stuck into a corner uh literal um, and he remembers this memory of when his uncle Ben told him about bullies. He's like, you know, bullies will, they'll back you into a corner, but all you got to do is distract them and attack them. And then they'll usually leave you alone. And it's just such a great, great flashback. And then he's like, oh, I remember this. And he does the same thing with these gut, this guy, mind you, it's a little bit different, but, oh, I just, it's, it's so perfect then you have spidey and this one not so much like impressed with the art but you have um this one is handcrafted by eric larson with laura martin as colorist and farron delgado as letterer and this one has to do with nightshade which was pretty interesting because nightshade was different in the luke cage book and then I was like, oh, I mean, she looks kind of similar, but different. And turns out, like, Nightshade is turning all these people into werewolves. And he came up with this, uh, serum. he came up with this antidote to turn them back. And so it's just ruining her plan. And she's like, oh, well, I still have the, you know, people that I kidnapped. And he's like, actually, I freed them already. And he's late for this date with mary jane and she's upset and then he's like oh actually i got it covered and then he's like oh crap i forgot the tickets at home um which it's funny though to me that he's like i left the tickets at home i printed them at home and it's like couldn't you just give your card or something to the people at the theater like there's other ways that you can and if it has to do with email, I I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's a time when he has, I don't know. She has a cell phone. So it's like, you can, there's other ways to fix this problem. Cause I've literally had this problem happen to me in real life where I'm like, oh crap, I printed the tickets and I forgot them or I wasn't able to print the tickets or whatever. And then I showed up at the concert and they're like, yeah, we just need to see your phone, like the receipt or give us your credit card. Like, same thing, even movies I've showed up, and I'm like, ah, oh, crap, I should have printed them. And they're like, just, you, you could just need to see your credit card, or you can show your email, you know, and that's it. Even the other day that happened, I'm like, ah, oh, crap, wife sent me the barcode, boom, done. Uh, but anyways, it's it ends up being one of those things where he's like, four minutes, I can make it home and back, time me. So she was upset with him at first, and then she's like, all right, and... It just ended up being, like, the perfect book that I've really been wanting from Spider-Man lately. Like, it was so, it was just so perfect. Where I could, I could look the other way 
and I will not look the way the other way, but to be like, oh well, I can forgive the art slacking a little bit because the writing is so well done, and and it's so well done in the way that the character was done right, right, and and the powers like the spider sense and his other powers like the spider webs like his use of his abilities was so well used and his personality and his character and 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 his his uncle the death of his uncle and his, the memories of his uncle cuz it wasn't even like necessarily the death of his uncle but remembering his uncle remembering him when he was alive the things that he taught him when he was alive not just that one thing not just oh power responsibility cuz i died you know but hey all these other things that i taught you you know that he was taught and and, and that's what it came down to and and that's what i've been missing in the marvel movies that's what i've been missing well not now i wouldn't even say in the marvel movies i'll say specifically in the spider-man movies in the spider-man mcu movies because I feel like he's really well written in the other MCU movies. Like Civil War, uh, Infinity War, Endgame. He's well written. But not so much in his own movies. So anyways, this, this is exactly what I wanted and needed. Even though I didn't know I wanted it. I got exactly what I wanted and I just absolutely loved it. So it is absolutely a strong buy for me. But like I said, there are minor tiffs, you know, whether it be writing and stuff and art, just minor things. But still, that being said, strong buy. Here's the digital code. Please enjoy it. I, I hope you will as much as I do. Here it is. G for Gloria, O for Oscar, Z for Zorro, Zero, I for Ignacio, C for Carlos, 9, G for Gloria, T for Tomas, W for... Wedita 3-2. Alrighty, now I'm going to get into Future Foundation number two. It's Whitley, Robson, Diaz, Orlandini, Menzi, O'Halloran. And this is $3.99. Gives us the cast. And gives us kind of like a new intro. It's great because it gives me such a great intro to what's going on. Essentially what the intro is, okay, you have... Reed Richards from 616. Then you have Reed Richards from the Ultimate Universe. And it's left, right, left, right, left, right, you know, nine panel. And so anyways, then it goes into right where they left off pretty much, which is, oh, hey, yeah, we came to rescue Reed Richards. But he has some unlikely allies. And at first they're like, yeah, whatever, you know. He just makes friends with everyone. And then his allies are just messing people up, like destroying them. And then I think you have uh, Julie Power, and she's helping out this other person who turns out to be an alternate universe, or, yeah, I think an alternate universe. Um, what's what's the name of uh, Bucky Barnes, I guess? But, but, yeah, alternate universe version, right? They're teaming up to get out. And then what's really great in this, though, is that you think like, well, I, I don't know. It's it's a good and a bad at the same time, which is you have these characters, which you know are evil, but the other, the good guys in this don't know they're evil. 
and they're like, all right, well, you know, the security system went on and we got to get out of here. And so it pressures the bad guys into revealing their evil nature to be like, all right, we're taking over this and we're, you know, and that's it. But, um, you know, it, it appears they have some saviors possibly and, and somewhat planned for this in a sense. So it may turn out to be all right. I will say this is a little too... Uh, it's not subtle enough for me. I, I prefer subtleties. I prefer someone who takes their time, you know, and I like it to be a little dragged out. That's the other thing, too. And so, and not not to mention, like, the art is, the art, the tone is a little bit more kiddish, which, which this writer said at the in their first issue, hey, this is going to be a little more fun, a little more, you know, friendly and stuff. And it is. So it's not bad. It's just not exactly what I want and what I'm looking for. Okay. And so that doesn't make it bad at all. In fact, I would still give it a buy. It's just not exactly what I want. Here's a little code. I hope it's for you. Q for Quasar 2. G for Gibbon, B for Basilisk, Q for Quasar, Q for Quasar, E for Egon, K for Kilgore, G for Gibbon, D for Dank, L for Lousy 5. On to Agents of Atlas, number 2. This is Pak, Leon, Mon, and Bleen, Blee. It is $3.99. And somewhat of a little visual recap here of explaining what was going on through like this news breaking story. So it was pretty easy to get back into, but not entirely because you're like, oh crap, I don't remember dragons. Well, they have the actual written recap as well as the characters and where they're from, which countries, because Agents of Atlas, uh, it's more like uh, Asians of the world. Um, so, which is really cool. I like that. And they're all from different places. And, but then it jumps back into it. Crazy awesome paneling. Really awesome. And they're facing off against, oh, I guess they're not dragons because they're on two legs, you know, not four. So that makes them, they call them something else. But yeah, they do a great job of teaming up and stuff. It's, it's a little fabricated a little cheesy because what you have is these two characters that seem like they're getting paired together and you know that seems like it's pretty fine but you have Braun which is Amadeus Cho and he's like oh I don't like this guy I'm some suspect of him you know and he's flirting with this girl that I like you know and it's pissing me off and all this stuff and he's just sulking at the you know their the party that they have after for the great work that they did and stuff. And then him and this girl end up teaming up and working really well together. And they have a, you know, they end up having great chemistry and it's little romance going. Um, but it seems like there's like some other sinister things going on. Of this plan, you know, things just about making money and it's, it's really just about making money. And it's really, really kind of funny too that this book is about how Asian people are being used uh, pretty much by other Asian people to make money off of them. 
and and stuff like that when i just watched a south park <laughs> episode that was like kind of the same thing which is let's make money off of china um but if you make fun of china they will legitimately ban your stuff it's freaking crazy and uh it's just absolutely insane and and and, and i go like it's funny because these are jokes, but this is real stuff that's happening. We're joking about real things. And and that's what's so crazy is that the things in South Park, as insane as they are, are not really that far from the truth and have way too many truths in them. It's scary that we live in a world where the comedy you're making, the outrageous uh, things are, are real. Uh, but anyways, uh, this was, I feel like more towards a teenage crowd and maybe I'm getting to the age where I, I don't, I like the beginning of a young person's journey, but I don't know. This stuff was just annoying. Like Amadeus just being the way he was and stuff was just, I don't know, annoying to me and, and stuff. And I feel like. After I read this, though, I was like, you know what? I do want to get this run and trade. Like, I want to at least check out this first run and trade because I think it's going to go into interesting places and possibly places that haven't gone in mainstream Marvel comics before. So, and I and I like that. So, I, I want to support it. But, yeah. So, it, it looks great and it's interesting and, and there's intriguing stuff going on, especially like going forward, all this crazy stuff. Uh, but yeah, um, you know, corporations just trying to make money off of shady stuff. Yeah. And so I, once again, I'll give it a buy. But I don't think it's exactly, I don't think it's exactly for me, but I think in the long run, it'll be easier to read and enjoy. So... Anyways, uh, here's the digital code. I hope you enjoy it. T for Tomas and for Marcos, E for Iloterio 002, O for Oscar, R for Rigoberto, X for Xavier, S for Senorita 8, and W for Werita. Alrighty, I'm going to take a commercial break to talk about one of our sponsors, Gamers Anonymous. Gamers Anonymous is a retro gaming shop here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, uh, located on the east side. And they don't do just retro gaming, though that is their main focus. They do a lot, there's a lot of new stuff too. And there's a lot of activities involved as well. Because they have Friday night movies, they have this cat fostering thing that they do, which is really cool. You know, they, they have tournaments and all kinds of fun stuff going on, and they always have sales. I feel like there's always, like, a, a two-for-one sale going on or something like that. Um, and they're just, they're so great. They're so wonderful to talk to. I love just talking to those people there about video games, about gaming, and nerdy things and stuff. And, and it's so great because they know their stuff. And... They're always there to help you out with, in any way, in any way. And it's, it's mind-blowing how how great they are at doing it. Because it's like, 
you'll buy something and they'll be like I think the price in this went down let me double check boom went down in price boom you got it for a dollar cheaper or it might be a few more I don't know it all depends on what it is because things decrease in value based on are they on Xbox Game Pass or are they free for PlayStation you know are they free on Xbox Gold I don't even know if they do that anymore but I know they do with PlayStation Plus and so it's like they will go down in price there's always stuff they're getting and it'll be like new consoles new games there's they have plenty of PlayStation 4 games they have Nintendo switch games they even have new brand new games coming out which is pretty nice now there's limited qualities but at least you're buying it from someone that doesn't overprice it and who you know that if you buy it from them they're going to give you majority of your money back because I specifically had bought a game from somewhere else and I tried to turn it into those some other people and they wouldn't even give me half of what it were, was worth. And that was within a week. Um, and so I took it to Gamers Anonymous. And they gave me almost as much as what I had paid for it. Maybe $10 less. Which is insane. It is insane. So it was almost full price. It was crazy. So make sure you go check them out. They are located at 1512 C. Wyoming Boulevard, Northeast, Albuquerque, New Mexico, 87112. You can go to their website at garetro.com. Call them at 505-332-0717 if there's anything you're looking for. And they're usually open from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Let's get back into comics with Champions number 9. It is Zub Cummings Manis. And it is $3.99. This one, it was... It picks up where it left off, but not in a good way because I was confused. And that's was that was annoying. That was a nuisance to be like, uh, it does, and yet it's still confusing. You have this team getting back. Then they get attacked by Riri. And I'm like, what is going on with her? It's revealed what's going on with her, not why, though. And that was the most frustrating thing throughout this is, is like, why in the heck would Riri dabble with this character whatsoever? I have not read anything in any other part. Maybe I haven't read enough champions of this series so far to like understand why she would be with this person. But it ended up being a really great issue because it was the type of thing where this character, Viv. 2.0 pretty much goes to Kamal and is like, hey, I need your help. You know, this person's coming. Help me so we can stop them. We're going to do this and take care of this stuff. And so, and then they're like, all right, well, let's go get this other person that was used to be a part of our team, um, Miles. And so they go to him. And so it's like getting the group back together, but in order to protect them and so i think they start to get an idea of who may be connected to this but not exactly so because it's like more the the character talks or the people talk that are controlled by this uh evil entity 
you start to get a better idea. It's it's pretty nuts. So I like it. So I ended up enjoying it. There was minor things that irked me about it, but it's also one of those things that it may irk me now, but if I had the full picture, it wouldn't. And that's the thing about reading stuff in trade is like you'll read it all the way through so you you really can't be bothered by something like this like later down the road when it's revealed and you're like, oh, that was great. I'm kind of glad they didn't tell me reveal that right away, right? So it's 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 pretty good. It's pretty interesting. It's pretty crazy. I, I just love the way that this was done in a way that it was like let's it forces them to bring the get the gang back together sort of you know it, it was is it was great so i enjoyed that a lot i definitely think it's worth a buy here's the digital code p for penance y for yank nine h for hank three two z for zarbon j for jameson c for cable k for killmonger v for victor h for hank now I'm going to get into House of X number four. This is $4.99. Same creative team on this one. Hickman, Laraz, Gracia, Cowles. And this is kind of like the moment of truth here. At first it starts with the home team, I guess. I don't know what you would call it necessarily. But it's definitely the people on Krakoa. And it's Xavier, and he has this team, and they're like, we're going to try to establish a connection with the team that went to go destroy Master Mold or Mother Mold or whatever it is. And they are establishing this connection with Jean, Marvel Girl, and she's updating them on what's gone down with the X-Men or with this team. And... So two of them, you're like, oh, crap, that sucks. And well, even and some of them are like hurt and stuff. And you're like, all right, this is crazy. And so then on the other, they're like, all right, you got to, you know, follow through with the plan, though, and, and take care of this mission. You know, Scott, he's all about the mission. So he rallies his troops. But the humans feel similar where they're like, oh, like this lady's like, oh, yeah, you know, my husband just died and stuff she's freaking out but this this one uh, robot android whatever is there and is like hey do you want her to die for do you want him to die for nothing now they're each doing pretty well but this lady's like i'm gonna do my best to you know complete my mission as well so they're both they both feel like they're fighting for their future and for their own existence and it's just insane and it's so effing intense and so crazy because you're like i don't even know if they complete the objective and then it seems like they might have but you're not sure and then you're like oh that's horrible that's bad and this is just so crazy and insane i'm just like oh my gosh like i don't even know what to think because like x-men comics have been so not what i want them to be even though they've been enjoyable and this continues to be that way where I'm like, Oh my God, this isn't so intense and I care and I want to know what's going on yet. I don't even believe that it's happening. I'm like, there's no way this is actually happening. Like they're going to kill all these characters off. Like, so f like at the very beginning of their relaunch, 
I'm like, this doesn't even make any sense. I don't know. I really, I'm like, what is going on? And and that kind of bugs me, but in a good way, like in a passionate way. It's top notch. It's really crazy. And uh, they're keeping this really high level. I'm definitely going to give it a strong buy and a contender. I'm going to hold on to this digital code until the end. All right, let's uh, get into this next one, which is Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, number 5, Tinion the 4th, Williams the 2nd, Eastman, Caldwell, 399. They're fighting these robots, and they're like, there's too much, they're outnumbering us, we need help, what's going on? You know, Joker doesn't want to give up the power that he has, and... It's just freaking crazy, and then Batman remembers something based off of something Joker says, and so he just leaves. He just up and leaves. This memory just makes him go like, you know what, I'm out. And they're like, well, what are we going to do with all these machines? You know, we would need an army. Guess what? Boom. Foot Clan. You know, Turtles are like, all right, we're going to go attack Krang then, and Krang just being Krang, and then they go help one of their buddies too, and they're like, man, what the F happened to Batman? And then Batman, you know, throws up his signal. And then they're like, all right, we got this new plan to take down Krang. And we have all these allies to help us. And you're like, yes, epic. And I love each issue as each issue, but I want to read it in trade as well. Because I bet it just reads like so smooth and so great in trade where you're just like, boom, just... Because this feels like, I don't know, it just feels very, it's just so quick. These things just, it's a quick, easy, enjoyable read, but it's because it's so quick and easy, it's one of those that ends up being like, man, I wish I had more, you know? And I feel like if you read it in trade, it would just kind of alleviate that you know because you would get it all at once but oh man i love the way it looks i love the way it feels i love the way it reads it's, it's so good it's i just love it strong buy and contender for me all right on to the immortal hulk number 23 i honestly don't even know i have this it's 399 i mean besides knowing that it's phenomenal i'm like why would i get this in like why would i get this issue why would i get the 23rd issue when I haven't, I have no idea what's going on. And and then I started thinking about it and I'm like, I think I got it because it seems to be so well done, even by issues, that I was like, I'm just going to jump in and try it. And so this is like, it starts with years ago and how the Hulk barged in on this girl and her dad and how he was just terrified and then he died like a year later and they're like oh yeah it was, it's his heart and stuff and she's like oh, she blames the hulk turns out it's this reporter lady and it's them making this attack on this base or something like that I, i'm not even sure and but yet these people seem somewhat prepared for hulk and his allies like crusher krill titania you know um puck um the leonard um, you know, and all this stuff, but his allies are smart and they're all unique and they have their own unique abilities and stuff. And, and sh this reporter notices that too. And, and it's really crazy 
I just I just love how it's so smart and so scary and so like it's just the perfect balancing act of like horror like this reporter reporting and like it, just Hulk you know all of this is just a great magnificent mash of genres and styles as well because it's like it's so colorful yet like there's certain parts that are just like so grotesque it's really crazy and so it ends up being a phenomenal issue but still being like but it still made me feel like i want to know what happened before and i have to know what happens next but not in the sense of like issue by issue i want it in trade so i i feel like it's still a strong buy and you tell me here's the digital code eight d for delta five e for echo t for tank nine one o for outcry three q for quasar zero b for bark last book of the week it is Achi Comics, number 707, by Spencer Tamaki Saint-Ange, Herms, Morelli. And this one is more, it's it's um, Archie and Sabrina, three of five, how they met, pretty much. And so he was running in the woods, he's getting chased by wolves, she shows up, she protects him, you know, and... She lies to him and is like, yeah, I'm from Riverdale and stuff. I just go to the quieter places, you know, and stuff. And he's like, all right, well, it's the summertime. And, and his friends are gone and she doesn't really have any friends. And so he's like, all right, well, let me show you all the spots. And she's like, only if I can show you my favorite spots. And it's weird because she's able to. And it's all like these creepy spots sort of, but like, you know, like fun stuff like a Halloween place or, you know, that type of thing. And I just, I love her style and uh, her attitude and stuff. And, and I don't know, it just seems like this thing where, like, they have a good thing going. And both of them are kind of like, ah, no, but let's not, you know. They're like, ah, but maybe we should. Ah, I don't know. And then it seems like, oh, let's just screw it. Let's just go for it. So it's... This was a book that I was like, I was thinking about dropping because it was just kind of like, eh, and then now it's interesting. I don't know. It, 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 every time it like starts to have a dip, I it ends up coming right back up. So it ends up being enjoyable. So I liked it. Art's really solid and I enjoyed it. So it's definitely worth a buy for sure. But it is time for me to announce runner up and backing bag of the week and i have two books here batman tmnt and house of x4 for me i'm gonna go with batman tmnt as my runner-up uh it's batman tmnt three number five like i said i i absolutely love it for so many different reasons and spoiler alert here's some of the reasons so batman up and leaves in the middle of the fight because Joker says something about Crowbar, and then he has a flashback of Jason, and he's like, oh, God. And then he's like, oh, wait, I had all kinds of allies. So then he goes to throw up the bat signal, and all his old allies see it, and they come to the rescue at the very end of the book. 
And then you also see, like, it's just crazy to see, like, Shredder working with the Turtles, sort of, um, fighting against these Krang robots and stuff. Like, it's just crazy. And, and then just seeing, like, classic Raphael as well. And just, like, all of it. And I love seeing Krang. Like, oh, Krang is so great. It's, it's just so wonderful. So that's my runner-up. But I'm gonna have to go with House of X number four as my B-Bow because first of all they tell you Husk and Archangel dead and I'm like don't care that much about Husk though that does suck um, and Archangel and I'm like that totally sucks because I love Archangel and then they're like oh yeah by the way Nightcrawler is bleeding of internal injuries and I'm like dear god no I love Nightcrawler and they're like you know of course Wolverine's messed up and you know, people are messed up. And so they're like, but we've got to complete the mission. And people are literally sacrificing their lives. Like, Logan's like, I think this is it, you know, but I don't know if I'm going to go to heaven or hell, you know. And, like, Nightcrawler just gives him this reassurance and stuff. And even that, I'm like, well, he's probably going to have to teleport him into space. And he can't breathe in space. And then, like, I thought Scott was going to do something because I was like, it has Scott has to do something, right? Like... He's all about completing the mission, almost like Captain America level. Um, and, you know, something with Jean. And then this other character, which I'm not even sure who she is. I was like, is that Wolfsbane? And that's one of the things, like, once again. I'm like, I don't even know if that's Wolfsbane, because I'm like, wasn't Wolfsbane just killed off? Uh, but And that's what's so confusing. But if you, you're not a longtime reader, or you didn't read the previous X-Men series... I feel like this is such a great new series to jump onto. Oh man, I'm just so emotionally invested in these characters, and it's so crazy to see this stuff happening. And yet, I still don't believe that they're happening. I'm thinking like maybe something's gonna happen where it's they may have to go back farther again. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, it's it just I'm so emotionally invested in what's going on that I'm like, I have to know what's going on. I have to absolutely have the next issue and I'm just going crazy right now. Like, and I can honestly say that I have stacks of comics from other weeks just sitting in my vehicle or around my house that I've picked up and haven't had time to read. And this is driving me to read more faster every week. Like, this is the first week where I've been like, I'm going to read the second stack of comics. I'm going to read two stacks of comics instead of one this week because I want to know what the F is happening in House of X or Powers of X. Like, it's one of those driving forces. That's how you know you've got a, a really magical thing going. And that's absolutely why it's a, a B-Bow. So here's the digital code. T for Thomas, M for Marvel, E for Echo... G for Genki, 9, G for Genki, B for Basilisk, I for Icarus, 5, W for Wolverine, A for Alpha, J for Jameson. Alright, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy those comics. I hope you enjoyed my reviews. And I hope we get to continue having these chats. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyways, talk nerd to me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube. All the talking to me stuff, website, email, whatever. Hit me up, 
and uh, keep your eyes hungry for comics. Talk Nerdy to Me Network. Thank you for listening.